1: Absolutely no sense, and you sound silly as hell. Let's get it. Good morning, 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 good people. It is Wednesday. I was gonna say Monday, Wednesday, March 1st, baby. And y'all decided to wake y'all asses up with Ray G. And for that, I appreciate y'all being in the building. I'm freaking excited today, man. If y'all ain't pumped, for the show if you're not pumped for football, if you ain't pumped for the combine, what the hell are y'all doing, baby? This is the time of the year where we freak out over young men in their underwear and how they look and their physical physique and makeup like. Is here baby the combine. I'm I, I'm pumped. I'm excited. We get stuff popping tomorrow. Let's get it, baby. Who we got in the building? First time watching live, Ryan. What's up? What's happening with you, Ryan? First time watching live. How's everyone doing? We good, baby. How you doing? BCS, Marlon in the building. What's happening? Warden, zero. Last name first. Good morning, beautiful people. Gump in the building. Uh, Roro, J. Peters, Leo, Fizzle Dollars on the beat. Seth, Cold World, Dynasty, Barry, Alex C, Fredo, Bradley. Man, seven goat rings in the building. Ty Declare, Five star Pete. What up, Pete? How you doing, big dog? It's going to be a good show today. We're just going to talk straight news. There's a bunch of stuff happening in the NFL Coaches talking this talk, players talking, players moving, players chilling, people getting cut left and right. It's going to be a good one, man. And I'm glad y'all start y'all march off with your boy, me, Jay Rich. We're happy that you are in the building. As always, got to get the money first, baby. Shout out to Epson. Go to epson.com forward slash wake up and get you one of these bad boys. I'm telling you, it's dope. It's awesome. Short throw projector. You know what it is, man. Enhance the way you watch sports. All that dope stuff. Epson is making it happen for you, boy, Matt. Make it happen for you too. And then, of course, you know, we got to start the day off with that coffee. Michelle Adoro USA, 15% off with the promo code WAKE UP. Get you some of that Michelle Adoro coffee. Start your month off right. Wake your ass up. Get you a cup of coffee. And uh, in case you missed it on the channel, we did drop a trade show the other day. Go check out the trades. Everybody out there saying, oh, the 101 can't get you this, can't get you that. Uh, come look at some of the trades that happen over there over there with the destination debbie patrons patreon.com forward slash all gas dynasty trade show and quentin johnson film session we talk jsn new series straight to the point we're just getting straight to the point with these damn players qj is live on the channel check it out before he goes and runs and jumps high and runs fast and all that stuff jay rich how you doing this morning baby
0: I'm good, man. I'm good. I uh, wanted to give a shout-out to my dad, actually. It's his birthday. He's 61 mm. today, so shout-out to Pops. Uh, yeah, he listens to the pod sometimes, so shout hopefully out he hears this, or maybe he hears me from downstairs, me wishing him happy birthday, so excited for that. <laughs> but yeah, yesterday, man, GMs, coaches, media availability, Cody Carpentier was asked if he wanted to suit up for the Miami Whoa. Dolphins. No, That was Cody's, crazy. Co- it makes sense. Listen, Mike McDaniel yeah.
1: said he looked cheap. White white yep. guy, white slot receiver. Sign him up. Yep. Cody's ready to roll, baby. The new Why WR3. Three? Man, Cody Carpentier, Tyreek Hill, and Jalen Waddell. Jalen Waddell. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Sign me up. Fantasy goodness in Miami. Fantasy goodness. But, Jay, we ain't got time to play around. Let's get into the news. Straight
0: facts. The biggest news in the world of sports. Covered and brought to you by one man, Jordan Richards. This is Straight Facts, presented by Michelle Adorno. All right, Jay. All right, We're both right. here. We're so, both here.
1: We're both here. But we're it's, here. This is your segment. My bad. You got it. You got it, baby.
0: You got it. You got it. <laughs> We have so much talk about this will be a lot of the show, but Ray, let's start at the top number one, overall pick the Chicago bears (sighs) are planning on not trading Justin Fields. They will be trading the one-on-one more likely than not. Shouldn't be news, but it is whatever we're moving past it. Cause we're moving on to the projected number one, overall pick. And that is Bryce young. Right after we finished the show on Monday, Albert Breer reported that an AFC scout was said there was major concerns about Bryce Young's size. A little bit later, Todd McShay comes out, said Bryce Young should be, now this is interesting, he should be reported 5'10 and a half, sub 200 pounds. Now, Ray, 5'10, sub 200 pounds, where are we at? Because this is the question with Bryce Young. It's not the talent, it's not the IQ, it's the size. Can he play you know in what? the NFL at I, this size?
1: I'm, I'm saying it right now, and it's funny because... We've been talking about this very thing on this channel, Jay, six weeks, two months, you know? And, I, yeah, and I, feels started, like forever. I started off just saying, I'm just asking the question, right? Is there, you know, Anthony Richardson 101? And and for most people, no, you're not going to do that. Bijan's 101. But I've been on record for a long time saying if A. Rich gets similar capital as all these other quarterbacks, Bryce Young, Will Levis, C.J. Stroud, for me— and for what I'm looking for, for fantasy football, not can he lead a team to a Super Bowl? I, I, I don't even know how you even start to project that. I have no clue. But I would take Anthony Richardson as my QB1. But I, I'm I'm here to say it right now, bro. I have zero concern about Bryce Young's size, dude. I don't have any. Okay. Like, I, I okay. really, really don't. Like, for me, if, if you're just asking me today, right now, you got to rank these guys, Bryce would be one. Because... We've seen a world in which we thought a quarterback would go high and then they fall, right? So I just, I believe Anthony Richardson will be a top 10 pick. I I wholeheartedly believe that. But if you're just asking me today, just rank them right now with the information that's presented. Bryce Young, I have no concerns about it, man. Like, this is a player, dude, that we've seen do it, Jay, for two years in a row with, especially last year, a subpar offensive line not a ton of skill position weapons around him okay. and he did it in the highest prep conference next to the NFL which is the SEC and he did it with flying colors he's got the intangibles the it factor he's got deadly accurate ball placement he's a gamer he gets it done i i, I, I listen man i like my i like my guy uncle shannon sharp Unc. i was listening to them talk the other day and they were like if Bryce Young fails in the NFL it's not going to be because of his size he just has to—he'll get to the NFL and he's just not going to okay. be good, right? He's just not—that's the only way he—I don't—if he fails, it's not going to be because he's 5'10 195 pounds. If he fails, he's just going to be—he's not going to be a cat that can play. Like, he's just going to fail at the next level, which I don't anticipate happening. So, it, it, and it's real interesting. Todd McShay would be very concerned if he were a GM, but then, like, three yeah. weeks ago, he comped him the mini Patrick Mahomes. So, which one is it? Is he— Patrick Mahomes, or is he somebody you're scared to draft? I don't care, dude. Like, at this point, if that's the only knock against Bryce Young is his size, I'm fading all that noise. I'm not concerned. Sign me up. I think he's dope. I think he's going to be a very successful quarterback in the NFL. Still want to see how high that fantasy ceiling is, and it's not because of Bryce Young. It's just because of the log jam at the top yeah. right now with Herbert and all those guys. Like, it's going to be hard for any quarterback to kind of slot inside that top seven, top eight right now, but I ain't worried about his freaking size, dude. Like I'm not. I, I I'm I don't. If he measures in at five nine and a quarter, I'm not like I've well, seen him do okay, it. Okay,
0: but that's but that's not, the question though, right? I don't is, care. Is this? And I think that's what's scary for some of these some people out here. We talk about not double counting until it's officially official. We can't we can't confirm. Okay, Todd 5'10 says he's five ten and a half. All right. Is that actually what he is? Or is that what the NFL is gonna have say he is? It, man. who knows? Have who knows? And then as well, right? We Ray, we have reports he's not throwing at the combine, which means he's probably gonna be juiced up on some water weight when he does weigh in at the combine. We know that Levis, Richardson, and Stroud will throw. We got reports that Zach Evans isn't gonna run. Kendra's not gonna run. Dwayne McBride's not gonna run. So we'll see those guys at their pro days, except for Kendra. Kendra's not gonna test, at least so as no. we reported so far. But knowing that Bryce is not going to throw, all he has to do is pass his physical, do some interviews and weigh in at above 200 pounds. And then we'll see whatever his height is. He'll probably throw on some some extra socks, some slip ons, maybe some insoles, make him a little bit taller. We'll see. But definitely interesting when, you know, you you talk about not double counting. If he's not five, ten and a half, people will again be like, well, what the hell? How tall is this guy really? But going to the other side, of the universe because we have to talk about the 49ers every day it seems the 49ers mm. have new reports john lynch took the podium yesterday was asked about trey lance he said trey lance should be 100 for otas and he doesn't see a limp when he's doing his dropbacks. but he's obviously not 100 yet but by otas he should be ready now the other side of the story obviously is incumbent quarterback or at least it seems in brock purdy still trying to figure out whether or not he needs tommy john surgery that would be a full year recovery timeline like we've seen from pitchers he would not be back next season but there's still hope apparently that he could not get the tommy john surgery and be available at some point in the 2023 season when that is it was reported it could be week 1 i'm not buying it personally but again if he doesn't get tommy john surgery he probably could be back at some point during the season ray where are you at with these quarterbacks right now because it's a, it's a big question loaded offense kyle shanahan but we don't know. We have zero clarity who the quarterback could be, should be, and ultimately will be coming into the season. Well, Listen, I guess I, beyond I, this season.
1: I think some of the most sketch shit that's happening right now are reports on people's meta. I don't think anybody knows. I, I really don't, man. One one day, Javante Williams is seven years away from playing. The next day, he's on track <laughs> for week one. For week one. Uh, 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 Brock Purdy's out for the year. Now he's not. Then he's not. I don't think anybody knows. Everyone's throwing shit at the wall, hoping something just sticks, right? And what's happening, nothing's sticking, it's just sliding down and leaving a dirty streak. Nobody knows what's happening right now. Apparently. And I, my boy, shout out to Eric Crocker. Crock is is a beast, man. Former NFLer, does tons of work with the 49ers. One of the people that I personally trust uh, the most when it comes to 49ers news. Last night... He was having a conversation with, um. her name is Ashley Ariana. And here's the tweet. I'm just going to read the tweet. Vibe I got from John Lynch's press conference is Brock is the QB1. If he's healthy enough to throw, it sounds like they will play him over Trey, even if he didn't get offseason reps, which in my opinion sucks, not because Brock doesn't deserve it, but because I was hoping Trey would at least have a shot. My boy Kroc responds to that and says... If I'm Trey's agent, I'd request a trade. I don't think it's a competition. Feels like they've made up their mind. Trey just wants a shot to compete. Not sure the 49ers, uh, unless he's perfect in caps this offseason, which, is, which isn't realistic. All right? Then he goes on to further say, I don't think there's anything in their minds, a.k.a. the 49ers, Trey can do in camp that outweigh Brock's run. Also, Kyle wants things done in a very specific way and needs a QB that'll do that. Brock does that. Kyle is too tight for what Lance needs. That's the feeling I get. And this is a guy who was... Striking, man. Big time. Trey Lance truther. I, I just trust EC when it comes to 49ers information. Um, Jay, <laughs> I, 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 I don't... I don't understand why... Th- if, if this is true, right? Why yeah, is this such a hard concept to conceive? When he got in, he played. Like, like why are they going to pull him? Because yeah. they spent three first-round picks two and a half years ago on a quarterback who hasn't played meaningful football since what twenty eighteen?
0: Yeah. It, it it. I mean, I think it, it, it comes down it, to maybe his not, trade value, right? It That's it pretty much the only reason why. Like,
1: I'm sitting back and I have no dog in the fight. It it doesn't it yeah. doesn't seem that complicated to me, right? The money is all they already spent the picks. It's done. Like that yeah. whole, well, you spent three three first to get them. <laughs> it's that money's gone, dude. Like everything, everything that has happened since the 49ers season has ended has felt like an endorsement of Brock Purdy in zero of like I haven't heard anything about Lance, right? And sometimes yeah. silence and not saying anything and the words that is louder than the words that are actually cut. And there was, it was zero dark 30 on the Lance front. And that has no, it has nothing to do with if he can play or not, but I'm just looking at what the team is saying. And for most people fantasy for, oh he's a seventh round pick. You can't let him play. He's not good. He wasn't good at Iowa. It doesn't fucking matter anymore. Like it doesn't, like it does not matter what he was able to do. In that run, I don't care if you call it dink and dunk, whatever you want to call it, Ben Roethlisberger dinked and dunked his way early in his career. Tom Brady dinked and dunked early in his career. Dak Prescott, when he led the, the Dallas Cowboys to the playoffs as a rookie with Ezekiel Elliott, was dink and dunking the ball all over the field as a What would you expect from a seventh-round pick rookie? Like, the goalpost for him was to beat T-Law. It was, he was yeah. the last pick in the draft. I mean, in my opinion, if this comes to fruition, it wouldn't be a shock to me. It wouldn't be a shock.
0: Yeah, it shouldn't be, right? I mean, we, we heard these reports long before Purdy ultimately got hurt. And the only reason why this is even a conversation is because Purdy got hurt. If he didn't, there'd be no conversation at all. Brock would be the starter. Lance would be the backup why they're you know I get why they're not saying it they have to keep Lance's trade value somewhere they talked about Jimmy Garoppolo is not coming back this season so it will be Lance's job for as long as he has it he'll have time to showcase his abilities and then they will probably transition to Brock Purdy whenever that time comes but I'm with you it wouldn't be a surprise to any shouldn't be a surprise to anybody for fantasy it's just tough because we don't know how to value these players because we don't know when Purdy's gonna start how long Lance's gonna start and more importantly where Lance is even gonna play beyond this season But right, let's move forward because the running back landscape is awful, to say the least. But another running back hit free agency yesterday in Leonard Fournette, he was granted a release from the Bucs. The Bucs obviously are in turmoil right now. They have no quarterback. They're talking about Kyle Trask being their starter to open week one. They need to bring in a new quarterback for competition. We'll see what happens there. People are saying Rashad White, of course. But is there any spot where you would consider Leonard Fournette to be a potential buy late in a draft, pick him up in fantasy because he will get the work. You know, it's funny. I almost thought, and I know you, you won't be happy about this, but I thought about potentially Belichick bringing him in, lay off Lenny. Oh my God. I thought about Belichick bringing him in kind of like when he brought in LeGarrette Blunt late in his career to kind of compete with Ramondre for touches because we know they're not going to just give Ramondre the backfield. But where are you at with Leonard Fournette? Do you even care that he got released? I think he's got a little bit left. Not a lot left, but he's got to have something left. Someone will sign him, and that's the biggest problem here.
1: Someone will sign him and it'll just take away from whoever the starting running back is. It's just going to be, I, I, I mean, not really, Jay. I don't have a lot of interest. I mean, I don't want any of those guys. I mean, wh- why do I want Leonard Fournette on my dynasty roster? I mean, I guess to a, he can absorb some carries in a point per carry league. Um, yeah, he can, he can, he can you get know, some
0: touches. be a f- flex okay. viable. Same okay. reason you want Kareem Hunt, right? James Conn, all these I guys. I don't, like they I don't have want roles. Kareem
1: Hunt. I don't want Kareem Hunt. I don't. I don't. He's, well, I mean, he's,
0: another guy, right? He's going to sign somewhere. It's just, where is he ultimately signed? And that's the problem. There's so many running backs. Jamal Williams, another free me, agent running back who, who who's, could who's get work. You, who's the
1: 10th best running back in this class? 10th best rookie. Who, who is it?
0: Give, I'd give say me, is he?
1: Give me is Izzy. Fine. Give me Izzy over Leonard Fournette. Give me Chase yeah, Brown. Yeah. Give me Zach Evans. Give me Dwayne McBride. Give me Sean Tuck, Give me all those guys over Leonard Fournette. I don't want him. I mean, yeah. he'll get a job and he'll... He'll be, you know, a usable NFL piece that can take some take the load off of the starting running back. But for fantasy, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what what we want out of that. Like whatever, you can have him. Yeah. I'll sell him to you. You know, you want but Leonard Fournette? I mean, th-
0: I mean, you you probably get him for what a third, maybe. Sure. I don't know. We'll see.
1: Sure. And I'd still rather take Israel Abanda, or whomever else is at that third. Like. Uh, over Leonard Fournette. I just... I don't know why I would go out... If he was in a throw-in to a trade, I just got him thrown in, sure. But I will not actively go purchase Leonard Fournette. No thank you. I'll pass.
0: Yeah, it's tough, actually. Scott was talking about this. The kind of issue with some of these running backs that are older that have zero value in the trade market, but come August when they have jobs and they have potential workloads that we're projecting, they do have value. So it's an interesting conundrum in dynasty kind of how you navigate that landscape because these guys will have some value by the time the season rolls around. But right now they have absolutely zero. But let's move forward to the Packers. And I don't know the Packers GM's last name, but Packers GM Brian G absolutely Uh, is comfortable. You want to read that? Pat g g it's uh brian g you see what I, i'm it's g-u-t-e-k-u-n-s-t i I don't know how to say it didn't want to butcher his name that badly tried it at home before the show joe, relax joe it.
1: relax joe she said ray is more profile over player analyst now hmm get out no joe it's always player player always i'm trust the tape joe trust the tape baby <laughs>
0: go ahead jay he said that he's absolutely comfortable with Jordan Love starting week one. We are waiting for Rodgers news. He said they haven't been in communication yet as to what he's going to do. But I don't know, right? What do we do with the Packers? Are, do you think that Aaron Rodgers will come back? Because we have no information here. We think Jordan Love can be the starter. They freed up <laughs> cap room to add players if, if you know, Rogers does stay. Or if, or if he leaves, then they have even more cap room to sign more players, bring players in.
1: The I Packers have no, have are no just idea. in hell,
0: man. It's I have terrible. no
1: idea. Jay Rich, I, all I know is they can't cut him. I think it's like $99 million in oh, dead yeah, cap. Oh, yeah, they can't cut him. Like, they oh, can't, yeah, they cut can't cut him. Cut him. No. So he's kind of got Green Bay by the balls. Um
0: Imagine being an NFL player and you're just H- like, I'll I'll tell you what I'm doing when I when I feel did, like it. Did you
1: see he's supposed to talk about his darkness journey on some podcast today? It's oh to be really? Released. Yeah, it's like uh oh. like some, some the I don't know the name of the pod, but it was like, Hey, subscribe, you'll get alerts yeah. for when this comes out. Aaron Rodgers breaking th- I have no clue what's gonna happen in Green <laughs> Bay. Um I
0: wanna And ma- he won't talk I- about football at all on that podcast. No, 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 no.
1: Everyone will tune in to see if he's going to make his announcement. And he won't talk about it. No football. He's going to suck everybody in to to listen to this podcast. And he's not going to talk about anything Packers, anything future. It's just going to be his two days, two days in isolation. So, Yeah, because he didn't make it to four. He couldn't make it to four, man. I mean, I walked off a a Hall of Fame field with a blown Achilles, and he couldn't stay four days in the— in the wood, I'm watching this show in the, a,
0: in the darkness.
1: Bro, I, I watch alone every night, every season of alone. If y'all are out there, man, these guys get dropped off in, in the middle of Patagonia, random ass places, and they just gotta stay alone. I, I could do that. And Rogers can't even do Rogers can't even do four days in, in a in a house, man. Throw me in the wilderness, baby. I've watched every episode. I'll survive. I'm telling you, man. I would, I'd make it, Jay. I'd make it a couple you, of days you, out there. You'd
0: kill, you'd kill your dinner? That's where I would die. If I couldn't find, like, berries or something, I don't think I'd be out there killing All my man, dinner. It, you, gotta, you If could fish, I got to survive. Man.
1: You could fish. There's true. plenty of I fish. fish plenty of hands. fish. No, man. You got to use a mosquito net. And you you tie it, two sticks to the end of it, throw it in there, be patient, and catch you a fish. I'm telling you, dude, I've watched every episode. <laughs> but Rogers couldn't do it. I don't know where he's going. What are we talking about? What
0: are we We're talking, talking about? F- being alone in the wilderness. And we're also talking about Aaron Rodgers, how he couldn't make it through his darkness retreat. The Packers, to your point, I don't know what they do. They're basically just waiting for him to make a decision. I think that Love will be a fine starter. I hope that Rodgers leaves because then he'll go to the Jets or he'll go wherever he ends up going. But, you know, there is potential for the Raiders um, because they're looking for a quarterback. And and so we'll see where he ultimately I, ends I, I, up.
1: But- I mean... So the Jets haven't made a move yet, right? The Jets are... Because they're be- waiting
0: for him. He's waiting- So he's their number one. Rodgers is their number one. Carr is apparently sort of number two because Lamar yeah. Jackson could be number two. And so Carr could be number three there. And Carr's at the combine now talking to teams. He talked to the Panthers. He talked to the Saints. And I believe he was talking to one other team that wasn't reported yet. But basically, we're waiting for Aaron Rodgers because once Aaron Rodgers makes his decision... We'll have clarity on the Packers situation. We may have clarity on Derek Carr, and then we'll see what happens with Lamar Jackson because we're still waiting for that. And as well.
1: just so I'm clear, with Rodgers, Green Bay has to agree to they have to trade him, right? He's not yes. he's not some free agent that can sign wherever he wants. Green Bay would have to agree to a trade. And Scott talking... I think was talk- they
0: probably already have trades in, well, in principle.
1: From what Scott was saying is that it would have to be like a post-June first trade. Because oh, really? of the of the money, right? Because why would Aaron Rodgers, if he wants to go to the Jets, why would he want the Jets to trade multiple first, you know, multiple picks, high assets, capital to get him if he's trying to use those picks to help build the team? So this may be something that drag... I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, dude. Like, would it shock me if he up and retired? No. Would it shock me if he came back to the Packers? No. Would it no. shock me if he got traded? No. I, I honestly have no gut feel about this at all it's whatever Aaron Rodgers wants to do is I guess what, what what he'll do you know
0: yeah so let's move forward because we do have some pretty interesting news from Monty Osborne, for the GM of the Arizona Cardinals on the third overall pick he's apparently taking phone calls on the third overall pick he has a player in mind but Ray I don't think we should be surprised if there is a trade between the Cardinals and another team we've talked about the Carolina Panthers wanting to move up obviously the Indianapolis Colts want to move up but we expect them to go to number one. But there's a couple different reports of the Cardinals moving down. And as well, Ray, TDN exclusive yesterday, seemed like it at least on Twitter, Marcus Mariota was released, and the Falcons GM said they would not shy away from potentially taking a quarterback at number eight. Obviously, Carolina is at number nine, so Carolina may need to move up if they do want to take a quarterback, potentially the Cardinals being that trade partner, and we see three QBs go off the board, one, two, and three. How do you feel about those two situations? Let's start with the Cardinals potentially trading down and what that may mean for them. Now they have their new head coach, their new GM, and obviously um, the Panthers and the Falcons both being in the quarterback market, which we didn't expect initially from the Falcons.
1: I think it's smart for Arizona. And I'm just going to, I've been privately in our Discord, patreon.com forward slash all gas. I've been talking about what I believe the Arizona Cardinals are going to do. And this is just Ray's wild theory. I'm just saying, I believe what's about to happen is Kyler's hurt. This team, they're going to move DeAndre Hopkins. They've got an old James Conner. They've got a new offensive coordinator. They've got a new head coach, probably a new G. Everything is just new in Arizona. I think they're going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL this year. I think they're going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. I don't believe Kyler Murray's going to play. Jay, I don't. I don't think he's going to play this season. Heal up. Get yourself ready for 2024. I think the Cardinals are going to be bad enough that they're going to be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes in 2024. Oh And if if they're in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes with a new coach, with a new OC, who didn't draft Call of Duty Kyler, I think they are going to want to have their own guy. And I think they would draft. It would be, it's not quite Josh Rosen because they bailed on him after one year. But Kyler Murray would command. I, I mean, every team would be like, or a lot of teams would be like, we'd take him. I think they're going to trade Kyler, man, and draft Caleb Williams. I'm saying it. I think they're going to be back. Because if Houston takes a quarterback this year, unless the quarterback is a colossal failure, they're not going to double back into the quarterback pool next year as much. Yeah. It, and, and Houston... They were a competitive bunch last year, and I do believe with D'Amico Ryans, they're going to be a competitive team. I'm not saying they're going to be an eight-win team, a seven-win team, but I don't believe they're going to be the worst team in the league. I think Arizona, I believe they have the second, uh, the second best odds right now to finish with the number one overall pick, according to Vegas. Okay. I believe they're going to trade Kyler, draft Caleb. So... I can see them trading down from that three pick and accumulating assets, maybe grabbing yeah. another first next year, moving back, getting more picks and just rebuilding this thing starting over, right? Starting this whole thing over. Definitely could see that happening, man.
0: Yeah, that's, that's interesting, right? Because you look at the situation and to your point there, there is a clean slate there, everything. And there's reports that this coach didn't want to coach Kyler. This coach didn't want to coach, coach Kyler. So that's, where I think the the point of trading Kyler gets difficult is how many of these coaches actually want to coach him because it seems like around the league he's a player that coaches do not want to coach I don't I believe Dan Quinn declined that job we know that Brian Flores declined that job because of Kyler so where does the, these guys ultimately end up and how does this impact things for other coaches potentially wanting to coach Kyler and him being traded but it's now, interesting and I think well, it's a I think it's it could happen and I wouldn't be shocked but I think another potential uh, Thing that could happen is the Bears being really bad and them going after well, a Caleb as well at the that, top of the that, draft.
1: That, well, it's it's they passed this so, year
0: on QB, but next year,
1: a lot of man, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people out there saying that Chicago should take a quarterback at one. Like they should, yeah. Ch- no, don't do that. I would not do that. But there's a lot of people saying that they should take a quarterback at one. Now, you asked about the Carolina Panthers. So yeah. Matt Miller reported eight hours ago. All right, eight hours ago, okay. Matt Miller. Uh, dropped this doozy that uh, the Carolina Panthers seem to be all in on Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson. There you go. I was able to talk to, um, my shout out to Damian Parson from the Draft Network. Me and DP, we know one of the scouts for the Carolina Panthers, and we won't say names. They like him from what we were told, that they really like his his tool set, his, his skill set, his tool bag, all of that. So Matt Miller, eight hours ago, Panthers seem to be all in on QB Anthony Richardson. He goes there with Frank Wright, with you know Deuce Staley. They brought Deuce Staley over. They're building. Yep. The, they're building the staff. You got DJ Moore, Terrace Marshall. You know you've got competent running backs that can that can run the ball. You invested a first round pick in a left tackle last year. I yep. would love it. I would love it for in a division that's not. I mean, terrible.
0: Who's, it's terrible. Is just, it the? Is let's it just the, call it a space it,
1: is the is is the NFC South the worst division in football? Yeah. You think I don't it's think worse. It's that close. You think it's worse than the AFC South?
0: Yes. Well, I think that I think uh, yes, and it will change pretty quickly this season, right? You bring in two fresh quarterbacks, young yeah. rosters, new coaches. Um, we know the Jags are gonna be really good this year. The Titans are the only team kind of in limbo because they want to be in limbo, it seems, but maybe they get out of that. But yeah, the NFC South, they they are pretty bad. Pretty, pretty, pretty bad
1: a Rich so, to the, a Rich to the Panthers QBs. and locked in
0: top ten. That was reported too. He said they said he's, there's a I, lot of reports. I, I he's pretty much so a lock at just, top ten.
1: Listen, I've just learned my lesson speaking in absolutes that normally does not end well, and I'm trying to heed my own advice. So I'm not going to say there's not a chance he falls out of the top ten. I've been saying he's going to be a top ten pick for months. So when you've got somebody, with, I saw him do a went underhand under the leg windmill <laughs> dunk. The other he's about to he's about to show out. At the combine, yeah. day. I, I truly believe, truly believe he can go sub 4-4 four, four in the 40. There are people yeah. out there from Florida who say he can go sub 4. He's about to test like a freak, dude. And for fantasy football purposes, whatever receiving core he has in the NFL is going to be infinitely better than Ricky Pearsall and Justin Shorter. The coaching hey. that he's going to receive at the next level is going to be better Way than better, Billy yeah. Napier. I'm gonna. I'm going to trust the talent. I want him. I, if he gets this type of capital to Carolina, love you, Bryce Young. But if I had to pick my QB one, and I'll say it again for everybody out there that wants to crap on the take or think I'm, I would take him as QB one. And I'm not being funny. It's not. A, I would in for fantasy football purposes. I would take him as QB one. He goes to Carolina at eight. He's my QB one. Period. Period. No. No. Yeah. No Stroud. No Young. No Levis, he is QB1 for me, man. And if I I'm going to if I go down with that ship, all it cost me was a single first. Oh well. Yeah. Whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Uh, all right, Ray, let's transition to your Cowboys because they are making waves yet again. We know like they like to stay relevant, but let's talk about Stephen Jones, one of your favorite people in the NFL circles. <laughs> He said he wants to bring back Tyron Smith, though, right? That's good news. They need, left, they need a left tackle out there. They need someone that can defend Dak Prescott, who can protect him in the pocket, who can block for your running backs. Are you okay with that? Do you, need them to, do you want them to draft somebody else? How do you feel about Tyron Smith? Do you like him? Do you not like I mean. him? It looks like you like him. I, I love him. He's a
1: Hall of Famer. He's a ring of honor. He's one of the best Cowboys yeah, to ever do sure. it. Hall of Famer. If we cut him and it save $12 million in cap space, give me the cap space. I mean, Terrence Steele is fine on the right side. Cut him, cut Zeke, save close to, like, $18, 19000000 in cap space and move forward. I mean, he's I'm with le- you. he's not a left tackle. He's going to play on the right side. So if he's fine with playing on the right, then okay. But I'd rather save the money. I'd rather Dallas save the money, move on from him, move on from Zeke. But this is what Dallas Cowboys are going to Cowboy, man. So I'm not... I expect nothing less from Dallas. They're gonna bring back they're gonna bring back Tyron Smith and Ezekiel Elliott and oh, Brett yeah. Marr. They're, they're just gonna run it back with the same damn team and Michael Gallup and CeeDee Lamb and Jalen Tolbert. I, I have no confidence it, with the so, and, and it's not gonna get any better because it's Jerry Jones and once he's gone, it's Stephen Jones, and once he's gone, John Stephen Jones, the young one. This is <laughs> we're just in Jones Purgatory for the for the rest of my natural life. It's a rap. I mean, it's just, I will be tied to the Joneses' family. So, whatever. Bring him back. Sure. Run it back, Dallas.
0: Now, would you be upset if they got B. John Robinson in the first round? Because yes. he's apparently not philosophically yes. opposed to taking a running back in the first round. That it's wouldn't just, be so bad. You got Zeke on the end of his career. It's Tony Pollard is hurt. Not a good right? move. It's not a good okay, football now, move, Jay. It's not what a if they gave Dak an extension? Because apparently Dak may get an extension. Would you okay with that? Are you okay with your quarterback? Hey, I'm fine with no? that. No? I'm You're fine okay with, with that. that. Yeah, I'm because fine Because they got to sign CD and Trayvon. D- Diggs and CD are both yes. up for extension this offseason. They yeah. have to sign those guys. So, however mm-hmm. they make that cap room is up to them. But yeah, they are. Uh, L- listen, listen. All Cowboys, man. Listen,
1: Bijan to Dallas would be fantastic for fantasy. We'd love it, right? Good offense. I think they were top three in scoring, top five in yeah. points per game. It's Especially a, it's with that on the field, right? Solid offensive line. It'd be awesome for fantasy. For real NFL, I'm talking about the team and what they need. They need a lot of other things opposed to a running back. They do. Just Tony Pollard and Malik Davis would be fine. Like they will be fine. It's the running back position. Would I like yeah. it for fantasy? Absolutely. Do I like it as a as a strategic move for the Dallas Cowboys? No, I would not like that at all. If they drafted Bijan, Ra- why draft? Why would you do that? Draft a receiver, <laughs> draft a cornerback, draft draft a defensive lineman, get a running back in the second or third round. There's a million of them there. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. But it is what it is. No, Patrick, I don't think they're going to re-sign Dalton Schultz. I think he's good as gone. I think he's good as gone. Yeah. They're going to roll in with Peyton Hendershot and Jake Ferguson. Jake Ferguson. And as deep as this tight end class is, it wouldn't shut. Everybody out there that's holding on to these fringy-ass tight ends in Dynasty, be careful Because there's a bunch of good ones coming in. So, as much as I like them, I think Ferguson and Hendershot would be fine, but
0: they'll be fine, yeah.
1: You know, there's a lot of good ones coming in. So, it wouldn't shock me if they drafted another one in round four because that's what Dallas does. So, I would not like it from a team perspective, but for fantasy, I'd love it. Yeah.
0: All right, so the commanders released Carson Wentz finally, but the more striking report, head coach Ron Rivera said Sam Howell is now not the starter in 2023, but he will begin the offseason as their number one quarterback. What does that mean? I don't know. He said it, I think, not even in the last two weeks. He said that that Sam Howell will be the starting quarterback in 2023. And now, at the combine, well, he's not the starter. He's the number one quarterback. He's clarifying a statement because, well... They're looking for a quarterback. You talked about them being in the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes a few days ago. I don't know if you've thought about that more, walked that back at all, but I think you're right. They could be a surprise team that has the capital to move after one of these guys. And they also franchise tagged Daron Payne as well yeah, to try yeah, and bring, bring most, him back, right? Good move. Very good move by them. First player to get franchise tagged. So. Again, what do we do with how? I guess you hold him because there was an opportunity for him to be the starter. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I'm not going out and trading for a guy who isn't even named the starter yet because that could change very, very quickly when we're only in the early parts of March. But Kenny Galladay was released by the Giants. Mark Mariota was released by the Falcons. And we already touched about how they potentially could take a quarterback at number eight but Ray, let's get into the AFC now. The Bengals director of player personnel, Duke Tobin, said trading T. Higgins is not on my mind. And he also added, I'm not gonna, I'm not in the business of making other teams better. You want a great receiver? Go find your own. Striking statement. I mean,
1: Jay, I'm just disappointed. We got 20 minutes left, and you didn't even let me talk about Sam Howe. You just you just kept. Uh, me. You want
0: to ta- talk about Sam Howell? Can you talk about Sam Howell? Go for I it. Mean,
1: pe- people, are, people, are, people are pumped. I just saw him go for more money than. You know, Jared Goff, Mac Jones in an auction. Like, people are all in well, on the Sam Howe thing. And Mac Dynast- Jones
0: being babied in the Patriots front did you, office. Is, did, uh, you, did you see that? Ray, I just, I I don't even want to get started on this. It is, it is, You, you to, I don't want to be mean to, I don't want to be mean to Mac Jones. Notes.
1: You conveniently d- left this out of the notes. There was a lot of things to talk about. Let me go find it. I did this. leave let it let out. Me go find, let me go find this. Oh, the go. picture
0: of him, of him sitting on, the, it was uh, it was Dov Kleiman who tweeted it out. Either way, we can talk about it quickly. How Mac Jones was apparently being there, they told they told all the coaching staff and front office people to not yell at him because he he couldn't take it. It was just too much. He was too hard on himself, apparently, in 2021. It was just too hard for Mac Jones. He was a rookie coming in. It's just stupid, right? Like, this is exactly it's funny this comes out, right? Because in 2021, who was the OC? It was Josh McDaniels, right? Josh McDaniels was his OC. So shocker, Derek Carr comes out. Oh, Josh McDaniels is mean to me. He yells at me in the meetings. And the same shit's happening to Mac Jones. And well, he can't take it either. So you're telling me that this quarterback that's supposed to be our franchise quarterback is as soft as Derek Carr? I'm, I don't need him. He can go. Like There's no reason to keep this guy on the team if he can't handle getting yelled at as an NFL quarterback. Like, Ray, am I wrong to think this? I understand that not every environment is for everybody, but, like, if this this, this is a report where at the, if you scroll down even one comment, you will see the Kobe meme soft. That's what you'll see on there. Soft. Immediately. It's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous.
1: I'm just letting you take off right now. Tell us, how, tell us how you really feel about Mac in New England. I mean, it's just, you're just... It, you're yelling at the people in the chat. They're saying, don't yell. I mean, you are, you are, this is a rant, Jay. I
0: mean. It's ridiculous, Ray. It's ridiculous. I don't, I don't like, know what to say. Man. How we, Do we know. hear this about even fucking Zach Wilson? No. You just hear that he's a dick who's just full of himself and doesn't care about his teammates. But at least he's not soft. No, nah, he ain't soft, man. I he mean, ain't he soft, get, bro. He takes, he's hella he take, confident. He,
1: he takes those boo birds like a champ. Um, yeah, he does. Joe I Douglas said he's a franchise I, quarterback with a high ceiling. I don't know, man. This is not what you want to hear from your starting... This this seems like a relationship that should, they should sever. They they should... Tr- yeah. New England should trade Mac Jones to Tampa Bay. Okay. Just... Yeah. It, it, aren't they already saying uh, it's going to be some battle, but Bailey's happy. They think he's just as good as... Yeah, ben. yeah. It, it, this, this has felt like a situation where... Whether it's B- B- Belichick or whomever, like there's been something going it's on. It's top there. to bottom,
0: man. It's the bad. whole
1: thing. The whole thing. Yeah. It just doesn't feel like a conducive spot. Just send them somewhere else. Then just trade him. Trade them. All these 2021 yeah. quarterbacks, Tr- Justin Fields. I think about taking a if quarterback. If it's not Trevor of, Lawrence, if it ain't and we've come full like, circle. We've come full yeah. circle. Two years later, it's just T Law Fields. Yeah. We don't know if he can be the guy. Zach Wilson. Duh, is there Over. any? Is there any hope, Jay? It, it's so funny because at the beginning of the season, when he's gritty and in the end zone and he's got Brees Hall, people oh, are I like, was in. "I was you, in. you, you were all in I on your boy. In. You were all oh, man, yes, sir. Zach right? Wilson, man, he can be a top. It's four. the arm talent, baby. Really, I really believe he could be top ten. You came out here and pre- perpetuated that foolishness to the masses. Now we don't even know yep. who he'll play again. I mean, they do I, not. I have never, Jay. I I am not being. I am not exaggerating. When have you seen a quarterback that is still on the roster? That's a a, a, a the number two first round yeah, pick, young, and the in the everybody from the top down in the organization have publicly said we need to find another guy. We need. Yeah, but we still think his future is very bright. But Derek Carr, Geno Smith, yeah. you can come back. How are you uh, doing, uh, Derek Carr? How, I've never, bro. I dumped Zach Wilson for Brock Purdy, and I paid to get rid of him. Take my <laughs> second rounder in Zach Wilson and get. I want nothing to do with him, Jay. In Dynasty, nope, nothing. What? What will it's, you say? What it's will tough you for give, these quarterbacks, man? What will it's you tough. give me for Zach Wilson? I will take the you, lowest offer. I will. I will take the. Lo- would you
0: take a fourth? Is the question? I think a third. You. You got to consider it, but a fourth. Oh, would you take third? It? Fucking first class
1: flight. I I will. I will drive him to the airport, the dynasty airport. I will drive him to DCA myself. Right. And he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. I want nothing to do with it. I've never seen anything like this, man. Even Josh Rosen. They weren't advocating for a new quarterback like they are him. This is wild. Wild.
0: Yeah, these QB streets are, uh, they're not fun. But back to T. Higgins, right, oh, where yes, we kind of started this conversation. Uh, I would just, I don't expect him to go anywhere, right? He's not no. going anywhere. But the funny thing about this this part of the news, he said, training T. Higgins out of the question. But when asked about Joe Mixon being on the team in 2023, his response was, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So it doesn't sound like he's advocating for Joe Mixon in just about any way. And he will probably be on his way out. Read into that how you will. But let's continue to move forward quickly. Um, Chico Conquo. Looks Whoa. like he could be in for a larger role, right? Uh, Titans OC Tim Kelly spoke very highly of him. He said, we're going to continue to grow his skill set and abilities so we can use him more. We know that Traylon Burks was there. We know now that Ryan Tannehill will be back. That's the part of the Titans news. He will be back. The, uh, the new Titans GM said he is a Titan and will be a Titan. Why? I don't know. But he will be. So he will be throwing to Chico Conquo and Traylon Burks and Robert Woods was released. So there is a wide open competition there. You talked about potentially them adding receivers in the draft. I don't think that matters for Chiggy's perspective. No. And if you give him more routes, more targets, he will be more effective in fantasy. Do you think he can be a top twelve tight end this season?
1: Oh, spice, Jay Rich. Um, yeah. Do you happen to have like who the twelfth tight end was? Was it like Cole Komet? Was Cole Komet like tight end twelve? I'm just give curious me minute, what the real quick. just. I'm just curious as to what the top twelve tight ends are. I'll just say this about Chig: he's not your traditional inline guy, and I don't care. Let, let him play that move tight end position. Let it flex him out. Get him cr- get creative with him. I I think he's in for a big breakout season. When you look at a lot of these sophomore tight ends, whether it's Chig Conquo, you've got Cade Otten, Trey McBride, Greg Dolchich. I I think I think a lot of these cats are gonna come in and really make some noise. And Chig with his athleticism, the speed, and yeah, yeah. You look at the raw numbers, and it wasn't great last year. Like it wasn't anything to yeah. be like oh but he was involved in the offense, right? He got opportunities and he was doing it with Dobbs, Malik Willis. They, you know, Ryan Tannehill was hobbled. I, I, I like him. I want a lot of Chig. I want Chig. I want Dolchich. I want some Ferguson. I think uh, McBride, Trey McBride, I think he's a big time buyer right now. I think Trey McBride could go out there for Arizona with not a lot of pass catchers. Uh, probably uh a Gardner Minshew level of quarterback and just be an intermediate target hog top 12. Absolutely. I think that's, I think that's within his range of outcomes. I am, I, I like Chig quite a bit. If I have if I can get some Chig, I would do that. I think a lot of these young tight ends are going to get an opportunity to shine this year. So excited for uh, Okonkwo man.
0: Yeah. So he's tight end 15 right now on keep trade cut. Trey McBride is just ahead of him. I tight it. Yeah. So it's, he's ahead of Isaiah likely ahead of Dawson Knox, um ahead of Mike Gesicki, you know, we're not really taking him. Daniel Bellinger, if you like him, uh for the Giants. So these he's up there for sure. Uh but to your point about last season, tight end twelve is Darren Waller, nine point four points per game in PPR. So nothing crazy. Nine? um yeah so the problem is he'd have to break over nine points per game for sure which isn't a ton but with his low volume he would have to be getting probably two or three receptions a game easily and scoring a decent number of touchdowns but yeah your top 12 was kelsey Kittle, hawk andrews goddard Ertz, ingram njoku fryamuth higby schultz and then waller uh we didn't even touch on ingram coming back to the jaguars that was reported yesterday as well so that is good for fantasy if you do have him but now moving on to the Chiefs, Ray, how do you feel about Andy Reid talking up Sky Moore and Kadarius Toney? Because he was asked about those two receivers. Juju Smith-Schuster and Michael Hardman are free agents right now. Now they could obviously come back, but there is potential opportunity for Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony next season. I know that Andy Reid said that he expects their roles to expand in the offense and have much more familiarity with the playbook. Hopefully Skymore can come in and make a bigger impact. Tony obviously was a midseason acquisition, so didn't expect him to know the entire playbook, but hopefully with a whole offseason, those guys can be heavily involved next year. How do you feel about those two guys in Dynasty right now? Because I feel like the stock would be up for a lot of them, knowing that situation is pretty wide open beyond Travis Kelsey. But again, we don't know what they're going to do and who they're going to bring in potentially to compete with some of these guys.
1: I'd be willing to take a shot on Scott Moore. I, and, it, and it's the lesson that I learned is I should not, he should not have been a first round rookie draft pick last year. 2022 was a little wild because we didn't have a lot of quarterbacks that kind of failed us. We thought we'd have more, especially in super flex. Um, I do think that we over that. The tape was good. The analytics on Sky Moore were, were really good. And then he hit a great landing spot. But I vividly remember saying he's a year two play, not a year one play. So uh, looking at forward, if I'm looking at a wide receiver that's not ready to go right now or needs time or is probably not a year one play, I don't think I'd spend a first round rookie pick on him because you can just buy him cheaper later. But I am. i, I Actually, in our big 2018 Royal Rumble League, I sent a second round pick to get Sky Moore. Of course, the, the manager didn't respond because he's an inactive guy, but... I tried to buy him for a second yesterday. I am uh I'm trying to buy some Sky Moore. If I can get him for a second, and you're telling me that essentially I'm swapping out the rights to a Rasheed Rice for Sky Moore, I'll take Sky Moore. I, I what what I do like about Moore is although he didn't produce at a high clip this year, he was involved in the offense. And in the biggest game, he's on the field playing. He's running routes, he's taking snaps, probably needed to mature, learn that playbook. Matt Nagy's there now. Yeah. I'm in on some Sky Moore. Tony. It's never the talent of Tony. High price
0: tag for Tony.
1: It's never the the talent for Tony. It's just his availability. And sometimes your best skill set is your availability. He just always seems to be nicked up at some point in time. But I am in on Sky Moore. I'll buy Sky Moore for a second. Legit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When you look at the price tag of some of these guys, Tony is much higher price. But this is kind of what the community's always been with Tony. They've been waiting for him to really break out. Um, Wide receiver 38 on keep your trade cut. 108 overall. And then Sky Moore all the way down to 136, wide receiver 49. So a big gap between those guys. If you
1: you have Sky, how much would you trade him for at the cheapest? Like, what's the cheapest you'd let him go for? Would you move him for a third? Like, if somebody offered you a third for your Sky Moore, would you take it?
0: No, 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 I'd want more do than it. that. He's at least he's, a second, based on his price. I mean, based on the players he's around Gabe Davis, Wandel Robinson, Tyler Lockett, Alec Pierce, Rondell Moore, Darnell Mooney, Skymore, Juju Smith Schuster. So that's a second round range. Like, I don't think anyone's trading Wandel Robinson even for a less than a second round pick, Josh. Um, based on what we saw from him,
1: Joshua said, I sold more for a second and a third, so I'm fine with that. That's, that's not terrible, it. right? Yeah, if yeah, you I'm don't believe
0: and that. don't want to deal with it, then yeah, if you I don't want to deal with it, I don't mind that at all. All right, what else we got? So let's. We have uh, Bills GM Brandon Bean said of second-year running back James Cook, he is excited about Cook and looking forward to what he could do with an expanded workload in the Bills offense with more touches. Likely means Singletary will be gone and a larger role for James Cook. They've also been linked very, very quietly to Saquon Barkley, Ray. So how do you feel about James Cook? Because if he does get an expanded role... It would be pretty good for him. We know it's he can good. catch passes. He looked good running the ball, which was a bit of a surprise <clears throat> to some degree. Yeah, but with Josh Allen, that Bills offense, if he does get that expanded role Beans talking about, that would be great. But the problem for me is, can they bring in a running back in the third, fourth round that can yes. compete Com- for touches that with can, Cook? Right?
1: That, you, that, that can complement him absolutely. There's a we keep talking about this, Jay. There's 30 running backs they're going to get drafted. You know, I mean, just go down go down the list of the one that you think is the absolute worst. And you could plug him in there and absorb some absorb some carries. I feel really good about James Cook. Somebody that I've been trying to get. I liked him last year. Yeah. Didn't think he was a very good runner in between the tackles, but he's shown more than competent. And the good thing is, I don't think Buffalo will ever ask their running back to carry the ball 20 times a game, 25 times. A, I just that's not no. how their offense is built, right? They're gonna let Josh Allen do his thing, throw it around the field, maybe upgrade wide receiver. So if you're talking about James Cook in this efficient satellite plus type back, Sort of use like a Tony Pollard. I'd love to see him get him in space a little bit more. But, yeah, they spent a the second-round pick on the dude last year, and it took him a while to get going. I think his first NFL touch, he fumbled the ball, so that didn't start yeah. off well. Week but as the, as the season went on and they gave him opportunity, he produced, and he flashed, and he looked good. So uh, this is when you use your running back. Second year, We if we're going to see James Cook explode – it's going to be this year, yeah, so it'll be this I'm, year. I'm, I'm in on Cook, man. I, I want him. Let let James Cook, baby.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ricardo said it best. Let James Cook. I think, yeah. I think you said it very well. Um, He also said that he's confident in Gabe Davis to be the wide receiver, too, for the Bills. We'll see. I don't know. Very inconsistent, obviously, this season. But yeah, James Cook should have an expanded role, and we'll see how how else they choose to build that offense. Now, Ray, one of the last stories I did want to touch on, because we we'll are probably just skip over Derek Carr, because we kind of already talked about that a little bit. Was the report that Javante Williams on track to play week one? And I don't know what to do with that. Uh, it doesn't seem likely.
1: I'm not buying that. I yeah, don't buy it's just, that. I mean, I just. How do we know, though? How do we know? I don't know. I'm not buying it, but man, when his knee, how's he? That'd be like nine months from his. ACL tear? In about
0: nine months, and remember the Broncos also brought in Joe Lombardi, so Joe Lombardi back paired hey. with Sean Payton, so those receiving backs, if Javante is a receiving back, could be pretty they, valuable, but they, I think to your point, I don't want to bank on him right now. I'm not Sean, trading a first-round pick for Javante Williams right now.
1: Sean, No. Sean Payton already came out and said that they will be adding running back in the draft. Like He literally said this yesterday. He said, we will be adding depth at the position
0: next year, or <laughs> this draft. Who do you think is the guy that Sean Payton would target to be his receiving back? Third round pick. He feels like if Kenny Deuce, McIntosh, Deuce like he Vaughn. could be in on. Deuce Vaughn feels like the Darren Sproles low hanging fruit, right? It really does. If if Sean Payton was to draft a running back in like the fourth fifth round, it would be Deuce Vaughn. If he and if, he would if, make him his receiving if, back because he had if, Darren Sproles and he was good if, with Darren Sproles. If
1: he's trying to make Russell Wilson Drew Brees. <laughs> Get him, get him as Darren Sproles. I'm just, uh, yeah.
0: You, you just asked me a question. I just, you're right, though. It's, I didn't think of it at the time, and I, I think you're 100% right. If there was a guy, it would probably be, I think Kenny McIntosh should be the first one, but I think that Darren Sproles would be next. Miles Sanders. Oh, no. Five star. Yeah. What are you saying? No.
1: I don't know. I don't really he, know. he just said that they were going to look to add to the position. Like he's already come yeah. out and said that. So, yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm not buying that. Um, that uh, Javante is going to be ready for Week One. No, I don't buy that. Do I think he's going to play this year? Yeah, I mean J.K. Dobbins got on the field eventually, and he looked. Yeah, listen, good. He, he he was dragging that leg, but he looked good. He was always ripping off long runs. So, uh, so
0: Ray, you buying you buying J.K. Dobbins now? No, I'm not buying R- him. RB R- RB sixteen.
1: J.K. Dobbins is back up to RB sixteen.
0: Yeah, <laughs> what's he's ahead a, of Derrick Henry? So he's so I'll give you just a list of, of guys right now. So you have Ramondre at RB11, Swift at 12, Chubb at 13, Pollard at 14, Pierce at 15, Dobbins at 16, Henry 17, Rashad White 18, and he's probably going to rise a lot. Pacheco at 19, Dalvin Cook at 20, Mixon at 21. I still can't believe that I was offered Joe Mixon for Dotson and it wasn't even a consideration for me. Just straight declined it right
1: away. What is going on in the back of the, the, the,
0: the rb position is the
1: rb world desolate. wow
0: it's bad miles sanders has dropped 16 points in adp aj Dillon is dropping cam Akers is dropping joe mixon is falling like crazy right now no one wants joe mixon but he's probably gonna get cut so i, I can understand that part but it's just like as a whole running back ray the death of the running back is here and if you're not Brees hall or jonathan T- like even kenneth walker ray I can't buy into Kenneth Walker as a top 20 dynasty pick. I don't he know. may be great, but I can't do it. Like you're taking Kenneth Walker over Christian McCaffrey, even if Christian McCaffrey is 30 years old. i probably still take Christian
1: McCaffrey. I, I, I honestly, just listening to that those
0: lists, I don't know what to think. I don't know what to say. Um, Joe Mixon might fall out of the top uh, 100, Mason. Ray. Top 100 in dynasty drafts. That's the eighth round. That's the ninth round in a startup. I mean, but, but Joe be real, Mixon. Do you want Joe Mixon? Man. Like, do you? Uh... Oh, no, man. but it's just like it's. I don't. I don't envision Joe Mixon and all these other running backs in like James Conner land, where they're not that good, but they have a role. Like, I don't just don't view them. That. I don't view Dalvin Cook as a running back that like oh. has zero value. All right. He still had four hundred yards last year.
1: All right. So this is a great way to end the show. Just uh, 36 minutes ago, Tyler Dune at Ty Dune, the Aaron Rodgers podcast with Aubrey Marcus is up. Here's what he said at the end when his decision to play or retire comes up. Let's just end the show with this one. Oh boy. It's best for anybody who has an interest in this to make a decision sooner rather than later. Okay. Listen, listen to the words that I'm, that let me pay very close attention. It is best for anybody who has had an interest in this to make a decision sooner rather than later. I remember before Favre retired, there were times in April and May we weren't sure if he was going to come back because he didn't come to any of the offseason program. Then in 2008, he actually did retire in March and then said, no, no, no. In June after OTAs, I actually want to come back and play. That's when he was traded to the Jets. There was obviously a lot of tension that summer. For everybody involved, directly and indirectly, it's best for a decision earlier. I feel really good about the conversations that are going to be had, that have been had with important people in my life, yourself included. But I'm not looking for somebody to tell me what the answer is. All the answers are right inside me. I touched, I touched many of the feeling on both sides in the darkness. I am thankful for that time. There's a a finality to the decision. I don't make it lightly. I don't want to drag anybody around. I'm answering your questions about it because I got asked about it. I'm talking about it because it's important to me. If you don't like it and you think it's drama and you think I'm being a diva or whatever, then just tune out. That's fine. But this is my life. It's important to me. I'll make a decision soon enough and we'll go down that road. I'll be really excited about it.
0: The ending is fine.
1: But well, yeah, but I mean, like
0: actually make the decision, right? It's like you think it should come before free agency. We'll see. No decision
1: from Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Oh, oh, no All decision. Right. The answer All is right. in. The answer is inside of him. Inside. So that him. is. Yeah. That is the anticlimactic way that we will end the show. Uh, we got a thumbs down. Somebody thumbs downed us as we as we read that uh, Aaron Rodgers news. Uh, Jay, it was a good way. <laughs>
0: You know where you right? You know oh, you know where man. the answer is. It's written on the floor in the darkness. In the darkness, he wrote it. He wrote yeah, it with a rock on the floor.
1: It wasn't Jets. even it wasn't even dark in there either. I mean, it did he watch but, the video? Well, I saw the the room is the was it
0: dark in there in the video? Yeah, man, some dude like went into the. It was fucking dark. Like oh, okay. it was complete darkness. Yeah, yeah, it was complete darkness. How did he? The, eat? The, the the dude who oh they give you like it's like a little door that opens on both sides and so they put the food in and then you open it but i mean like there's still not a lot of light So you're in so- there.
1: you're in solitary confinement essentially.
0: Yeah. Basically. Like the guy All who right. went in and, and kind of went to the kingdom of darkness, i think he slept for like 16 hours the first day when he was in there. Man, it was something All crazy. Right. All right.
1: All right. That's the show. That's it. Uh combine this week we're excited. Uh, next week, oh, yeah. big show on Monday. So big show on Monday. Stay tapped in to the Destination Devi uh, Twitter feed. We'll be tweeting stuff out. Join the Patreon. I promise you we talk football, sports, betting, everything, life, all day, every day. Uh, one of the dopest investments that you can make. we got a lot of good stuff coming on the way for Destination Devi, off the line, fantasy football, 4D, Destination Dynasty, America's Game, free newsletter, link in the description. And uh, you know what it is, man. Is there, we,
0: is there a super chat here? Oh, did we did get, get it? A yeah, chat? we did.
1: We did get a super chat. We did get a super okay. chat. Let's get it real quick. 12-team super flex rebuilding. I have the one-on-one. Should I trade it for Fields in a 24 first? Is it enough compensation? Jay, would you trade the one one for a 24 first and Justin Fields?
0: Yeah, I would do that. I'd do it too. Yeah.
1: I feel like sure. you probably could squeeze a little bit more out of it too. Like I, you know, I would if,
0: probably look at other options, but I think Fields in a first is solid. Solid
1: to me too. I think it's solid as well. I like that. You get a top eight quarterback and you get the leverage in 2024 with the pick, but you probably can get another, you probably could squeeze for like a 23 third as well. I mean, I'm fine. I'm agnostic. Like I just, I want the quarterback and super flex, especially if it's six point per passing touchdown league. If there's any juiced bonuses for rushing first downs, point per carry, I think that would make you even more inclined to make that deal, but go check out the dynasty trade show. Um, Go check out the trade show. Yeah. There's a lot of deals involving the 101, and maybe that can help you formulate some packages. So use the resource to help formulate some of those deals. There's a, like we went over like four or five trades, Jay, involving the 101. Yeah,
0: Multiple, Kyler, uh, Kyler T Just, of-
1: Justin Jefferson. There's some ways yeah. that you could package that thing up. So go check out the show, check out those things, and find some, f- find some ways to kind of package that up and move it. Enjoy the combine, y'all. We appreciate y'all tapping in. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button on your way out of the building. Jay, we'll see y'all on Monday. We out. Peace. Before y'all close off of the video, I just want to say thank you for checking out the content on Destination Devi. Really appreciate every single view that we get. And the only thing that I ask is that you hit the thumbs up button, like the content, subscribe to the channel. And if you can, comment below for the algorithm really helps the channel grow. Now, if you want more exclusive access to me and the entire Destination Devi team, Patreon.com forward slash all gas gives you that access. Now, if your money's a little funny, we do have free content for you. Make sure you subscribe to the all gas newsletter. There's a link in the description of this video below and subscribe to the Destination Debbie podcast radio feed where we got all types of shows hitting airwaves every single week. Now I'm about to let y'all into my home right now so you can see my setup in my media room. You are watching this on my brand new Epson Epic Vision Ultra LS800 projector. Epson came into your boy's crib and hooked me up with this brand new projector in 120 inch Silverflex screen free of charge. And I'm telling you right now, This has completely changed the way that I watch movies, that I watch sports, that I game. If you want a setup like this that takes up absolutely no space at all, there's a link in the description below. Click that or visit Epson.com forward slash wake up to completely change the way that you watch sports. Go big. Go epic. Go Epson, baby. Now y'all can get out of here. I appreciate y'all tapping in. It's all gas all the time. I love y'all. I'm out of this thing. Peace.